This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday. It's 11 o'clock. And it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. With your host, Armish. Yes, I do feel uncomfortable. On last week's show, I completely neglected to mention it was to the day the 39th anniversary of the release of Machine Gun Etiquette, the Dam's third album and first and only one to feature bassist Algie Ward. As I was too busy banging on about the Black Album's 38th anniversary a day later, I shake my head. the 7-inch red vinyl algae-sleeved version of Love Song. I prefer this 
the Ed Hollis take over the one Roger Armstrong did for the album. I know it's only the vocal track that's different, but I've always thought there was just something extra special about the single that was missing on the album. Well, what do I know? You know? Not anniversary dates, that's for sure. I so hope that next November, the aforementioned Roger Armstrong will release a 40th anniversary version of Machine Gun Etiquette, remixed with a bonus disc of alternate versions that include the studio take of Teenage Dream. Here's the Parkinson's and talk to us, the B-side to the Dog Collar 7-inch. Only 250 of these babies have been pressed up and with a release date of December 21st, you still might have time to pre-order it, courtesy of Rast Hill Hall Records' Bandcamp site. from Hell Nation Army last week informing me that their anthems for the Misanthropic album came out last month. A fact that shamefully flew right under my radar. For those of you who are unaware, 
Hell Nation Army called Berlin Home, had been playing kick-ass rock and roll for eight years, releasing three albums, 2012 self-titled, 2016's Songs for the Sick, and the just-released Anthems for the Misanthropic, which this track, I Want to Be Dead, has been taken. Listeners will know of my love-hate relationship 
to bands that do covers. Although more recently, I seem to have found myself well and truly on the love side of things. Probably due to bands that I like, if they do a cover, they do it well. I mean, what was the point of Weezer covering Toto's Africa? It, it was note for note copy. Obviously, I must be missing something. Yes, I know Will Al Yankovic is involved, but can that only be the reason? And the jury is still out over Faith No More and Easy. Q Marvel and the start of their Guilty Pleasure releases in the shape and form of REO Speedwagons. Keep pushing. <laughs>
now that's what I'm talking about. Own it. Still on the subject of covers, the final Damage Good anniversary single dropped through my letterbox, well placed carefully on my porch mat, on Monday. In the cardboard sleeve was the Chatham Fort's take on the Rolling Stones, not fade away, backed with I Wanna Be Your Man. Seven inch, as with all previous anniversary singles, the cover and label have been faithfully mimicked the original, I think. I say I think, as I'm not familiar with the label design. To be fair, I think the Chatham Forts have gone for the French pressing. The Chatham Forts, or to give them their proper name, Wild Billy Childish and CTMF, comprise of obviously Billy Childish, Julie on bass, Wolf on drums and Jim on harp. With over 100 albums under his belt, this single is the first of anything of Billy's that I knowingly own. To be honest, I think I know more about his paintings and his music. Admittedly, I can name a lot of the band names he's been in, but I couldn't tell you a tune if your life depended on it. The Stones version was a cover, as the original was uh, written by Buddy Holly and Norman Petty. But as the Champ Forts are emulating the Rolling Stones version, it's that that I'm going to play right now.
travelling down under for the next new 7-inch that comes courtesy of Muscle Car and The Honeymoon is over 5-track EP. It seems that tracks on offer have been forming and making their way into the finished songs presented here over the last 12 years. Indeed, the title track was started back in 2015 with head muscle car driver Damo wrestling with how it should sound. Fortunately, a chance conversation with his flatmate Ginny had her adding some backing vocals. Be prepared for some urgent shit-kicking total garage punk rock and roll that you can pre-order from Muscle Car's Bandcamp site on either black or red vinyl for the very reasonable amount of 12 Australian dollars. It's about £3.50, isn't it? some new Bernie Tormey only a few weeks ago but the track 
Come the Revolution has been lifted from his new double album Shadowland as the official first single. And with Bernie's final fling tour starting this month, see you at the Black Heart on the 30th, it would be rude and remiss for me not to play it.
what first came to my attention with their flash of white heat 7 inch that came out on Rumbar Records in August 2014 and subsequently became the title track of I think their second album in October of the same year the band's next album The Black Heart of Rock and Roll pretty much picked up where Flash left off however I wasn't completely enamoured with last year's All Done With Rock and Roll EP for me it lacked uh, the killer hook and punch last month though the band released The Queen's 7-inch, which, uh, on listening to the title track, had me thinking that the band had been playing the entire Nomads back catalogue, particularly The King of the Night Train non-stop. With the B-side, The Night the Lights Went Down, oozing more Bon Scott than High Voltage and TNT albums combined. The icing on the proverbial cake is an album from Watts is due out early next year. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I can't wait. Here's Queens. Yeah. 
Moving away from singles, two albums, The Chocolate Watch Band, who formed the same year as I came into being. Please don't do the maths. Oh, what the heck, 1965. As Tom from The Phobic said, there are only two birthdays that are meaningful. The age you can literally drink and the age you can afford to stop working. Everything else in between is just about having a good time. Right, press release time reading that is going to be badly read by me. Iconic Californian psychedelic punk legends, The Chocolate Watch Band, are touring to celebrate the release of their new album, This Is My Voice, released by Dirty Water Records, led by founding current members vocalist David Aguilar and guitarist Tim Abbott, plus Gary Andrews Rick on drums. Second generation Vans guitarist Derek C and bassist Alec Palino bring their enthusiasm and love for the music to the table to help weave the sounds which both faithfully recreates the sonic energy and tone of the original recordings as well as giving a rare edge to new material that is logical progression to the band's legacy. Documented as influencing legendary bands far and wide within the psych, garage and punk scene for the last 50 years... Their live performances sizzle with the same outrageous audacity of the late 60s scene they helped to usher into the San Francisco Bay Area ballroom scene. The group was also seen as featured bands in the 1967 cult films Right on the Sunset Strip and The Lovins and their powerful stage presence continues to present day to day in a timeless stage show which is oozing electric cool aid energy now this might sound a bit all previous as this is my voice doesn't actually hit the real and virtual record shops until the 22nd of february 2019 but as i got sent the promo on wednesday the record label obviously would like me to do something with it apart from keeping it to myself and gloating Uh, it certainly sounds like a modern record uh, with Donald Trump sound bites on the final track till the daylight comes. In a blind test, I wouldn't have guessed that the band was 53 years old. Uh, the only trace that the band were at the forefront of the 1960s psych, garage, and punk scene is their cover of the seeds I can't seem to make in mind. So, after all this, uh, I think I'd better play something from the album. And the track I have chosen for your consideration is Secret. Rendezvous.
for this week's live shenanigans, I dip my toe in and out of this year's Croydon Rocks Festival. As I mentioned on last week's show, I double booked myself with Exeter Ray coming up for the Feel Good Band in Greenwich, which meant on day one, I had to leave straight after the Spangles had finished their set. Now, the Spangles feature from the main grains, Ben and Gina. However, Gina will be bowing out of the main grains after their Camden gig on the 15th of December. As understandably, he wants to spend time with his wife and daughter using his time off from his day job for family holidays instead of using them for tours and recording. Uh, and on bass, polyfluid from the Idle Dead. Coincidentally, all three played at last year's Croydon Rocks, but with their respective bands. As I speak... The Spangles have just finished the first day recording of the Sweet FALP that you can pick up along with a whole manner of other gubbins from Pledge Music. Going on the strength of last Saturday's gig, the band are more main grains than idle dead in a yo-yo sing-along gang mentality kind of way. Exeter Ray, who has heard none of the just-mentioned bands, thought they were great. Obviously, the band haven't any studio songs for me to play yet, so uh, it's something from Saturday's gig that will... Like X to Ray, impress you. This one's called Hold My Hand. This one's called Hold My
was planning on getting to day two of Croydon Rocks in time for the first act. However, after a mahoosive lunchtime roast, almost verging on a full-on Christmas dinner, with all the trimmings, I dozed off. When Mrs A asked me what time I was planning on leaving, I said, about quarter past two. Turns out it was already three o'clock. Subsequently, I missed the first band coming in halfway through Junkyard Choir Set, who were totally new to me. Uh, Once at home, I discovered that uh, even though there was at least five people on stage, plus a Hammond organ, uh, that the band are really a two-piece, with the others only making up the numbers live. Which sort of troubled me. I mean, I'm not a fan of bands that are missing key components on stage. All seems rather a novelty. Fortunately, Junkyard Choir are anything but a novelty. Channeling Credence Clearwater Revival, a song of theirs was covered in the set, along with some stellar grungy blues. The band's latest album is Trouble in Mind, from which this track, when it all falls down, has been taken.
The next band that caught my ear was The Cut, featuring Princess Maha on vocals, guitar, Diana Bartman on drums, and Stella V on bass. Although for Croydon Rocks, Jakey, Reverend Tour was handling a bass suit. It's far better for me to say, but I could really see Ginger Wildheart working with Maha on a project. Anyway, The Cut's debut album, Valley of Thorns, recently came out via Cargo Records, hitting number seven on the UK rock album charts. Both facts I knew nothing about. This is one of the many reasons that Croydon Rocks work so well, introducing new bands to a new audience. with a K and Hollywood Rock and Roll. I've been following the Witch Doctors, also spelt with a K, from their get-go. As a roadie of theirs, at the time, one Matt Black, sang in a band with myself and friend of the show, 
add Squirrel Associate. Arkwright, I still have the uh, Dr. John CD that he brought down to one of our rehearsals. Since those heady days, only guitarist Tony and guitarist and vocalist Planet Andy remain with brother Joe, thumping skins for at least eight years, and with newest recruit Lee Page on bass. For those of you living under a rock and roll, the Witch Doctors are cocktail consists of two large measures of 70s punk circa Ramones, Clash, Pistols and the Damned with a good old full measure of trashy rock and roll Billy a dash of 60s psyched out garage and a bitter slice of country on the rock shaken and not stirred up by goddamn land guitars and thundering drums the Witch Doctors were perfect for Croydon Rocks or any festival or any gig for that matter as it doesn't matter what your rock persuasion is you cannot fail to enjoy yourself while watching them coupled with planet andy's quips and self-deprecation the latest album uh, came out in 2016 is called voodoo eye and the title track sounds remarkably like this <laughs> Burning yellow and skin as white as snow Rolling on a hurricane Monkey on her back Hiding by the levee Behind the old smokestack City limits around the break of day Took me by the hand and weeping I'm led Along the twisted path flames are burning round her head Sky. Too high, too high, 
Next were Blind River, who played last year's inaugural Croydon Rocks, and for some were the band of the festival this year's and last. Uh, they certainly had everyone eating out the palms of their collective hands. Blind River have only been going since 2016 and produce soaring vocals, foot stamping riffs, driving rhythms, and a straight ahead musical poignancy that offers up rock and roll energy and classic songwriting, so they say, as demonstrated by the track can't sleep sober until next week take it easy 